what I would like you to do for yourself if you want to is when you go home tomorrow, go to where they type, they do the typing. Tell the typist to type on the A4 sheet. Capital letters. Christianity is practical. Bold. Let the person use um, Arial. Okay? And then let it be bold. Cover the whole page. If you can make it A3, fine. And then come and paste it in your room. Somewhere that you will see every day. It went enter into you. And when it does, when it enters into you, you will understand what I'm talking about. Christianity is practical. Personally, I don't like local gospel. Personally, I don't like it. I have a few of them that I like. The reason is that I have found out that foreign gospels, they don't just sing for singing sake. If you go into their life, the reason why they sang a particular song, you will realize that about 95% of them, the songs they sang are what has happened in their personal lives. So they sang it. But local gospels, you don't see that. Most majority of them, they sing and make noise. So personally, I don't like local gospels. If you are closer to me, you will know. I'm not saying you two don't like. I'm telling you the reason why I like foreign gospel. So they understand Christianity. Look at the song we just sang. Your goodness is running after me. They didn't sing it because it's in the Bible. They sang it because God's goodness is actually running after the singer. Is it a female or a male? You're female, right? Uh-huh. So, Christianity is practical. It's practical. And I see that in my life. I see it. I see it. It's not wrong to say certain things. It's possible. Practically, it's possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It says, for all my life. Can I have some background keyboard, please? It says, for all my life, you have been faithful. For all my life, you have been faithful. Oh boy, shall we pray? Father, thank you that for all my life, you have been faithful. Thank you. Thank you. Even when I don't deserve it, you have been faithful. Thank you for your goodness and mercy that is running after me and after us. Blessed be your holy name this morning. We worship your name. You deserve our praise. Thank you in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I hear your victorious amen? Wow, it's a blessing. Last week I made a confession that I don't know how I would take the very first month without Zion Praise ministration. Please help me put hands together again for Zion Praise this morning. I, anytime I hear the administration, I'm blessed. Anytime. Even when they think they didn't do well, me, I'm blessed. All the administrations are a blessing to me. Keep it up, okay? Please, keep it up. Keep the fire burning. Today, we want to continue and try to conclude our teaching we started last week. Knowing and uh, using your chariot. 
knowing and using your chariots. And last week, those of you who were here, we did establish a lot of facts. A lot of facts. So I can't go through all, but I'll try a little bit. We, all, we established the fact that every one of us here have a chariot. And some of us have multiple chariots. And um, God gave us the chariots for a purpose. And uh, we also said that chariots represent vehicles of life. So once you have life, you have a chariot. And um, in every chariot, there is what? A treasure. In every chariot, there is a treasure. That is why, that's the first thing why that chariot has been given to you. We read from the book of Acts chapter, um, was it eight? Yes. Acts chapter 8, verse 26. Can we have that scripture on the screen? Acts chapter 8, from verse 26 all the way to 30. And Acts chapter 8, please. 8. E-I-G-H-T. 8. Uh-huh. Thank you. And the angel of the Lord spake unto Philip, saying, Arise and go towards the south unto the way that goeth down from Jerusalem unto Gaza, which is desert. In the first place, we saw last week that God told Philip to move from his comfortable zone into a desert. How many of you know what a desert means? How many of you know? You don't know a desert? Uh-huh, you know, yes. A desert, a dry place where uh, the trees will say what? Uh So, the Holy Ghost told Philip to move from his comfortable zone to a desert. Does it make sense? But I told you that God gives us chariots for a purpose. God identified a treasure in the desert and he was looking around who he can trust. Who he can trust. Who? Who? When you read from the verse 1, you realize that the disciples had gathered and they were, they were working. So out of the people, God located Philip. He look, can you be a Philip today? Will you allow yourself to be called Philip today? Can God add Philip to your name? Esther Frimpon Philip. Can God do that? Princess Philip. Jesse Philip. Can God do that? Can God add Philip to your name? The reason why I'm saying this is because God trusted Philip. For God to trust you. <laughs> so he told him to go to the desert. And he, look at it. He arose without question. He didn't ask any question. He said, oh, God, Holy Ghost, I'm doing something here. When I finish, I'll go. Give me a little minute, or I'll go. Bible says, and he arose and went. And behold, a man of Ethiopia, an Enoch, of great authority under Candace, king, queen, Candace queen, of the Ethiopians who had, the, look at the, the position of the man charge of all her money, her treasure. 
and had come to Jerusalem for to worship. Let's go on. Was returning and sitting in his chariots. He was reading Isaiah the prophet. 29. Then the spirit said unto Philip. The reason why the spirit spoke the second time was because Philip obeyed the first time. Some of us, we want to hear the Holy Ghost speaking to us. But when he tells us something for the first time, we don't, we don't obey. He won't repeat himself. He's a gentleman. The Holy Spirit is a gentleman. He doesn't impose himself on people. He doesn't force himself on people. So when he talks to you and you and assume, he is not coming back. Philip heard the second time. He said, Go near and join thyself to this chariot. The word this there is the basic for our teaching. This chariot. The word this means that there are several chariots. There are other chariots. So God helped Philip to identify to a particular chariot. That's what we are learning. That Philip saw a particular chariot. And I'm teaching you from God's way that you also have chariots. You have. You have chariots. Don't ever, don't ever uh, look down on this. And then it says, and Philip ran thither to him. Says, Philip ran closer to him and heard the treasure reading the book of Isaiah and said, and Philip asked a very interesting question. Philip said, Mr. Treasure, do you understand what you are reading? And then, look at that. The answer is so funny. What the man says, he says, he said, how can I? He didn't understand, but he was reading. He was reading, yet he didn't understand. So funny, but he was reading. Let me tell you why. The Holy Ghost compelled him to read because God has sent a trusted man. So he knew the person is coming to help him understand. Anytime God sends you somewhere, anytime God gives you an assignment, know that God has gone ahead and he has started something. The moment you step into the assignment, you win. Hallelujah. You win. You win. When you refuse, then the work that God has started will be void. Will go waste. So, the man was reading the book of Isaiah, but he, he didn't understand, but he was reading. Some of, in fact, most people, when you don't understand things and you are reading, you will stop. The likelihood of stopping reading the thing because you don't understand is very, very high. But the eunuch was reading. Why? A trusted man was coming his way. Hallelujah. And we are learning that the treasure is the reason why God has given you the chariot. Don't be carried away by the beauty of the chariot. Don't be carried away. Don't. Don't. Most at times, chariots always carry people away. It has that ability to carry you away. So, we learn that God gives us chariots and the 
the, 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 the one or the most important reason why he gave us the chariot is the number one job that God has for us. That is to win souls. Whatever chariot you have, you can use it to win souls. Hallelujah. That is the number one job that God has given to you and I. And last week I told you that anything you do in God's house, anytime you use your, you're using your chariot, your chariot has two abilities. Two abilities. One, your chariot, using your chariot is able to bring people closer to Jesus Christ and is also able to suck people away from Jesus Christ. So, if you are using your chariot anywhere, anywhere, you can bring people closer to God or suck people or draw people uh, far away from coming to God. And I told you about Mahatma Gandhi. I told you about um, Smith Wigglesworth. That's an usher using her chariot drove Mahatma Gandhi away from the church and he became the most wicked man on earth. And then Smith Wigglesworth's wife used her chariot well and she won Smith for the Lord. So we got to where we are talking about how to use our chariots well. And number one, we said, look for a need and meet it. Look for a need and meet it. You have the chariot and the chariots always work. So to help you use your chariot very well is not by prayer. Prayer is not the first thing. It's not the first thing. The first thing is to identify the need and meet it. Some of you, when you are you are working, but you are there, no, then some thoughts will come into your mind. Hey, sir, no, people will like it too. Then you will start I mean, going into that business and you add to your business. You have identified a need and you are trying to meet it. And you get money from it. I know one person here, Hadassah, he's, she has identified a need and she's meeting it. So if you don't know that need, please look at her status and try and purchase her goods. What's up? Yeah. So look for a need and meet it. Let me tell you, the chariots that God has given you are for a purpose. For a purpose. For a purpose. Sometimes you see the need right there in front of you and you don't feel like meeting the need. Even when you are pushed, you are pushed to meet the need. When they are pushing you, you are pulling yourself. Hey! When they are pushing you, you are pulling yourself. When they start to pull you, you push yourself. You are very intelligent. You know how to come out from every way. But remember that God has given you that chariot. And don't let it go waste. Let's look at the scripture. Hmm. Oh boy, I told you last week about Bishop that when he traveled and they called him that, hey, the speaker said he won't come, so come and speak. He saw that, hey, this is a door. A door. I've told you about doors. This is a door I have to enter. Meeting needs is the same as entering to an open door. Paul said, effectual doors have been opened. The door has been opened already. You don't need to open the door. That is why I said it's not prayer. It's not prayer. 
the door has been open. It's open. What you have to do is to enter into it. Enter into it. And when you enter into the door, then you'll be able to enjoy what is there. So we want to look at the scripture. Number two way of using your chariots well. We find it in Matthew chapter 25. It's about a, a scripture you know very well. It's talking about you knowing and understanding that the chariot you have is your talent that God has given you. Because we have established the fact that the chariots, some carry our skill, some carry our uh, thoughts, some carry our body, some carry our words. So last week, we, 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 I told you that some of you, you are very good at doing certain things. These are chariots. And the purpose for you doing those things is not because you went to school to learn it. No. It's not because you studied it. It's not because you, 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 you have mastered in that thing. There are people who have gone to school for that same thing and they didn't get it. Who made you got what you have gotten? It's God. It is God. Use it for his glory. Matthew 25 verse 14. <laughs> for the kingdom of heaven. Last week I told you about the kingdom of heaven. A kingdom of God, right? I don't know if you remember. Yes. I told you that the kingdom of God is where Papa God rules. He lives. Nobody has gone there. Kingdom of God, nobody has been there. But the kingdom of heaven is right here on earth. That is what Jesus Christ came to establish right here on earth. So the kingdom of heaven is here with us. So it's like the life we are living. So it says that for the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his servant and delivered unto them his chariots. His chariots. The word goods there represents chariots. Some versions will use talent. So the man traveling gave one, five chariots. You remember talent? We spoke about last week. To another, he gave two chariots. To another, one. Look at the most striking phrase in this scripture. It says, to every man according. If the Bible belongs to you, please underline that way. Some of you, you are scared of underlying things in the Bible. No. That is what even shows that you read your Bible. <laughs> underline. He said, to his several ability. So, God has given you chariots according to your ability. According to your strength. According to what you can do. He has given to you. That is why some of you, you can do a lot of things. Easily. God gave you those things because he knew your ability. It's not because you, you mastered it. No. Don't be deceived. Don't be deceived. Never say, hey, when you pray, me pray answer me who are the way. Don't, don't deceive yourself. Don't. If it wasn't because your ability will be able to meet it, you wouldn't have gotten it. I'm talking to Christians. I'm not talking to worldly people. If you're a child of God, I'm talking to you. He says, he gave them according 
to his ability. It means God didn't ask them, hey, how many talents should I give you? And then you say five. No. God didn't ask them. Bible says he gave them. The man gave to them. He called one. He says, you, take five. You, take two. And you, take one. And straight away he went. Let's go on. Verse 16. Hmm. Then he that had received five went and traded with the same five. You see? You see what I'm talking about? He traded, which means he made use of it. He used it. He used it. He used it. And then he made them other five talents. Go on very quickly. And likewise, he that had two, had also gained two other two. Go on, seven, eighteen. But he that had received one went and dig, and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. You see, the beginning he used good, then here it used money. It's communicating something to us. Good. Which means that the talent you have, the chariot you have, is the Lord's money. And if, if you are, you are a, a master here, will you, will you smile to your servant who misused your money? Will you do that? No, you won't. You will fire them. You will fire them. How much more God? How much more God? And then, hmm, he that had received five went and traded, blah, 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 blah. And then the one that digged it. Okay, so where are we? The earth. And after a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reconnect with them. Which means he called them to come and give accounts. What went on? 20. So that he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents, saying, Lord, thou delivered unto me five talents. Behold, I have used my chariot and I have gotten five more treasures for you. Here are the treasures. Here. Including to my talent, to my chariot, I have ten. Wow. 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 The Lord said, I will make thee ruler over many things. Hey. Hey. Enter thou into the joy of thy Lord. Look at. Look at how this guy got the visa into heaven. Look at it. He got the visa to heaven by using his chariots. Look at you. You know yourself. You know things that you can do in the house of God. You know. But sometimes you lack a physical life. Seminyo, like the song. Semin kutu kutu. Na minyi waye. Semin mini mini. Semin kutu wo. Semin mini wo. Seminyo. Sema minyo. And the things are in you. Hey, be careful. The day of reckoning is coming. It's coming. It's coming. The day of reckoning is coming. And you cannot miss it. Even when you are dead, they will call you. Okay? Come. Come and reckon. Come. Let's go on. And then it says what? 23. Hmm. Okay. He also that received. No, please. Okay. 
he that received two talents came and said, Lord, thou delivered unto me two. Behold, I gained two other talents beside them. 23, quickly, quickly, quickly. Uh-huh. His Lord said unto him, well done, good and faithful servant. God didn't say that, oh, I gave you two, so you, you, it's okay. He didn't add faithful servant to the, to the one who had five. But here, he said, good and faithful servant over a few things. You are seeing it as few, but God is interested. If you have one chariot, God is interested in that one. Don't desire for another one if you are not using the one. He ain't going to give it to you because your ability does not get there. No. Some of you, you say, hey, me pa, hey. Me, senior, me what, me what desire for certain things in the house of God. No, me came pa, die, you better be me digging, you know. And at that, you remember me, you leadership robe, you know. You would die before that time. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. God didn't give you that thing for you to exhibit it at the leadership level. <laughs> when you become a leader, God, oh boy, how they both sat up. When you become a leader, God increases your chariot. So the one you have now sitting there, God has given you because of where you are sitting. If you don't use it, fine. Sometimes human being manipulations can manipulate you and you will come up to a leadership level. It's not God who did that. And that is the most dangerous thing on earth. To buy your way out to leadership. To buy your way out to a position that will please human being. No. He says what? Please, don't take this picture away. We know we are using chariots. Give me the scripture. Who is there? Quickly. Yes. Oh boy. Something is doing in me. My God. Hey, Lord, have mercy on me. Have mercy. Then he which had received one talent, he said, Ah, mami one talent. In fact, me I'm even beautiful than the one who got five talents. Um, look at me. I mean, look at me. How do I look? How do I look? And he, so he looked at me and gave me one talent. He says what? And he said to the Lord, look at, you see, let me tell you one thing. Spiritually, those who are not using their chariots talk foolish. Anytime you hear people talking stupid, nonsense, the first reason is, is that they are not using their chariots. That is the sign to, to, to identify them. Okay? Good. He says, look, look at how he spoke. Lord, I knew thee that thou art an hard man. This version is not giving us the reason. He said, I know you are a wicked man. And he says, reaping where Thou hast no soul, which means who you are, who you come for. You are a thief. You reap where you have no soul. It's equal to uye atai. And then it says, and gather it where thou hast not stayed. You gather where you have not um, uh, put in. So what? 
because I know you like that, I was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth. Lo, thou had, thou had, that is thine. He says, so I hid your talent, the one you gave me. So you have come. Thank God you have come. Papa, take your thing. So some of you here, you have hid the talent God has given you. And you are waiting for the day of reckoning. But I'm telling you, if that day comes, look at what the master told him. Hmm. The Lord answered and said unto him, Thou wicked and slothful servant. In other words, thou wicked and lazy servant. Thou knoweth me. You say you know me. You don't know me. He says, thou, he said, you, blah, blah, blah. let's go to the next verse. Mm-hmm. Go, go, 27. <laughs> okay. Thou art therefore go and put my money in the bank. Blah, blah, blah. Let's go to the 28. Hmm. For good. Take that. Now, so when the master told him his foolishness, what would Jimmy? Jimmy, then he, t- he said, Take he told the people around, take therefore the talent from him. Take it from him. The other day I was talking to somebody and I told the person, Hey, my sister, I'm afraid for you. I'm afraid for you. Be very careful that God does not take the talent from you. She told me, God doesn't work like that. Oh boy. She told me. Look at it. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which had ten. Oh boy. And then what did the people say? And then he says, For unto everyone that had shall be given. If you can memorize this scripture, for everyone that had shall be given and he shall have abundance but from him that had not shall be taken away that which he had do you understand i don't know if you understand let me read the easy english Hmm. oh boy please be very very careful if you call yourself a christian be very, 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 very alert. God is not a man. God is not a man. Easy English. Matthew 25, 29. It says, Then the master said, What I say is true. Okay. I will give more to every person who already has something. He will have much more than he needs. Another person has almost nothing. Listen. Almost nothing. Which means that person doesn't have anything. Almost is, in fact, closer to nothing. Good. I will take away even the small amount that he has. I will take away. And I have taught you, this Taking away thing is called replacement. The Greek word, the Hebrew is ikabot. Ikabot means that the glory will depart. The glory will depart. Ikabot. 
and you will still be performing. If it's a song you sing, you will still sing and people will cry. Tears will come and then people will if it's preaching, you preach. You will preach powerfully and people will stand up and clap for you. <laughs> but the glory has been departed. The glory has been taken away. So you are doing things like the Bible says in Ecclesiastes. It says, if the axe is not sharp and you are using it, you are using your power, your manpower. But if the axe becomes sharp, you just use, you can even sit down as you are waiting. That is what it means to be replaced. It doesn't mean that you will stop doing what you are doing. You will do it. You will do it. But that glory, that glory, that blessing that you are supposed to give to people will be taken away. If it is the sweeping of the house of God that you think you have the desire to do, that is your chariots. Don't, don't overlook it. Do it. Do it. If it is coming to take away the uh, spider webs here, I mean, you, you have come to church and you are looking around and then you identify something. Say, ah, this thing has to be changed. You have identified a need. Please, go ahead and meet it. Ask yourself, why is it that other people did not see it and you saw it? The Holy Ghost lifted up your eyes. Say, my, my, my son, look at a chariot. There is a treasure there. Go and meet it. And then when you see it, say, oh, in apostolic, certain things are for the deacons. Certain things are for deaconesses. Me, I am just a common floor member. There is joke in your eyes. Don't do that. In a few, in five minutes, I'm ending. Right? Good. So, there, there's another account in Luke 19, 11. I may not be able to read all because of time. Luke 19, 11. Oh boy. Hmm. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you for the eye opener. Thank you. Sometimes I, 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 I just look at me. I look at me and I like me. I like me. I like me. That is the plan of God. Jeremiah 29, 11. If you are reading Luke 19, 11, go and read it at home. It's a similar to Matthew, the Matthew version, but a different twist to it. Jeremiah 29, 11. What does it say? For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Do you have NIV? You don't. Say yes, the Lord. Thoughts of peace and not of evil. To give you an expected end. Some of you here, you don't know your end. You don't know. Even though you are dreaming for it, you don't know it. And if you don't know it, you've not done any mistake because you are not supposed to know your end. If you knew your end, there are things that you will not do today, but you don't know. But God says, I know, I know, I know, I know. The word I know there is I do. God says, I am aware of, your, of the plans I have for you. I am aware. I know. My son, my daughter, I know. 
don't stress yourself i know i know just leave it for me all you have to do is listen to me listen to me and use the tools i have given you on earth listen you didn't come to earth to occupy the family of frimpon the reason why you are on earth is not because in Nas family if you don't come there the family will not be complete no no you came because god brought you here he sent you on an errand please stop joking with the things of god stop stop you are playing with fire stop 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 i said what stop 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 playing with the things of god things that you know you know yourself some of you you know that this thing i can do it i can do it and you don't do it and you find 99.7 reasons why you don't want to do it now now as if you have now in your hand oh god have mercy as if you are the one who have the times and season he got times and season in his hands but you have changed that song to i got times and seasons in my hands so now i'm not ready when will you be ready oh let's you give me about some few months i'll be ready don't ever dream that way again if you are dreaming this morning i came to wake you up i came to wake you up that the dream is over stop the dream stop it this is real we are in a real thing christianity is a real thing it is not something that we are assuming it is real wake up to the reality please bow down your head this morning oh jesus oh jesus thank you lord begin to thank god this morning appreciate his goodness thank him for his mercy thank him thank him thank him thank him because you don't you are not hearing these words because i want to tell them i want to tell you you are hearing these words because god wants you to hear them and the time is coming that god will remember you hey were you at the church that sunday when you heard that a day of reckoning is coming did you hear it today is the day what did you use your chariot to do were you carried away by your by the beauty of your chariots were you listening to people's talk so you didn't use your chariots ask god to help you ask god to have mercy on you if you are here and you have you have relaxed you have slept you know you are sleeping you know you are relaxing in the things of god this morning is a day this is the time you can you can have that um, intimacy with God again ask God to help you ask God, God help me, rekindle rekindle, rekindle rekindle my faith in you help me not to be foolish help me to be wise help me to be wise help me to be wise help me to be wise, to be wise. oh thank you Holy Spirit thank you Lord thank you Lord and the Bolivian Tabasuan de Bicataya, Ilaba Bado Shatanababa. Please be on your feet. 
as we worship the Lord in a few minutes, in a few seconds, sorry, then we will bring it to an end. Oh, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, thank you, Jesus. We worship you this morning. We magnify your name. We magnify your name. And I will pray. Pray. 